You're listening to the Play Big Brown Bowl podcast, episode 19. Welcome to the Play Big Brand Bold podcast, inspiring you to play a bigger game, brand bolder and stand out from the crowd. Each week, we'll be talking to startup and creative professionals about all things business to help you build your big idea, brand and bottom line. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Suzanne Chadwick, your host. And as always, it's lovely to be here with you. I'm so glad you're able to join me. This week, we're talking all about speaker tips. So if you want to be a better public speaker, you want to be a better presenter, then I'm going to give you five quick tips on how you can do that. And it may not be all about tone and voice and all the rest of it. There are a lot of different tips I could share with you because I do love running my speaking and presenting with confidence workshop, which I do in Melbourne. And I will be creating an online uh, course for that too, hopefully before the end of the year, because I had so many people ask me. Now I've been a speaker for about 10 or 15 years, which is a little bit crazy. Uh, I've spoken at conferences, I run workshops, uh, events, all the rest of it. And do love it. I just love being up there in front of people talking about the things that I really love to talk about that can really help them. So today I'm going to share with you some of those tips that I've got. I was actually running one of my workshops yesterday and so it sort of prompted me to share some of the things that I felt really resonated with our attendees yesterday. But obviously I can't fit a whole day's workshop into a quick podcast episode for you. So I thought I'd share five of the things that I think are pretty important and can probably get you off to a fairly good start. But before we dive in, Once again, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to those who have left reviews. If you haven't had a chance yet, then I would love you to head over to iTunes because it really helps others find us and learn more about how they can play a bigger game in their business and brand more boldly. And on that note, our next live round of Play Big Brand Bold, the online course to help you get more confident in how you market yourself, how you brand yourself and your business, create amazing systems, great experiences for your customers and so much more goes live on the 6th of August. So head to playbigbrandbold.com if you want to find out more about that. And you'd love to join us and the other participants as we do weekly trainings and coaching calls over the six-week period that that course runs for. But without further ado, let's dive in. So what are the five quick tips that I think are really worth you knowing if you're looking to be more confident when you present and speak? Well, when we go to present, we're mostly focused on what we want to say and what we want to teach and what's important to us when it comes to whatever the topic is. But you have to start any presentation, any teaching, training topic with your audience. I think that we've learned, if especially if you've come out of corporate, where there's so much information and you kind of just speak at people rather than to them or for them. 
So you've really got to start to think about and change the way that you think about how you train and speak to people when you start with what is their problem? What are they experiencing? What's hard for them right now? Remember the market pain points and problems, they shift all the time. We're in a really fluid time at the moment and a fluid environment, especially in the business area. So you've just got to remember that people experience their pain points or their issues differently. So a woman in business in year one who wants to grow her business is different to a woman who is in her fifth year of business and who wants to grow. A 25-year-old looking for a career change is going to be different to somebody who's 45 who's looking for a career change. So if you haven't sat down and worked out who your audience is and what their main pain points are right now, then you've missed a trick and an opportunity to speak directly to their needs. Now, this isn't about just an ideal client profile, if you are going to be either running a training session, you're speaking at an event or a conference or anywhere, ask the question of the organizer who is going to be there. What kind of people come to this event? Uh, you know, where are they in their buying cycle? Are they beginners? They don't know anything about the topic. Are they kind of at the midpoint where they've got a good idea of what the issue is, but they may be looking for a solution? Or are they at the final stage where they understand the issue? They know what solution they want and they're now ready to purchase a solution or take action. So tip number one, really know who you're speaking to and do the research before you get up in front of people so that you can actually acknowledge and say, I know that we're going to be talking all about personal branding here today. You're all women in business who are probably in the first two to three years, two to five years of business. And so I think that some of the key things that you might need to know uh, in this session are X, Y, and Z. The other thing that can really help you to know who you're speaking to is engagement points in your talk or in your presentation, where you actually say, today I'm going to be talking about how you can speak with more confidence and connection. I know that some of you may be really struggling because of fear. Give me a show of hands. Is, is that something that people deal with? And you might get half the room that put their hands up. I might then say, well, another issue that I know people struggle with is structure, how to structure presentations so that they don't put their audience to sleep. Anybody feel like that? And you get a show of hands. What that does is that it quickly allows you to assess the audience in the room so that you can tailor your presentation to the needs of those people. If you kind of say, so today I'm going to be talking about how to create an Etsy store. Is that something that you're really looking to do and nobody raises their hand? I can guarantee you, you're probably in the wrong room. So instead of just going full pelt into your presentation and talking about what you want to talk about, really research and understand who the audience is, understand what stage of the buying process they're at, and then reaffirm who's in the room when you get up on stage as engagement talking points or questions. And when you do that as well, you engage your audience really quickly uh, from the very beginning. So tip number two is be really clear what the action is that you want your audience to take. 
So information without guidance of what to do with that information or how to get the most out of it means that people say, that was great, but I don't know what to do now, or I don't know how to take action. So when I think back, uh, when I was organizing Epic Summit back in 2015, 2016, I remember one of the reasons that I decided to put that conference on was because I'd been speaking to a friend at the time and she had gone to a conference, a women in business conference, and she said it was so great. And all these speakers got up and talked about their journey and what they had done, but I don't know what to do with it now. And so that can be a real problem where people take on the information that you share, but if you don't give them really clear action points of how to implement what it is that you're teaching, then it can be nice to listen to, but it may not actually impact them, which ideally, if you're up there speaking about something, then you want to influence and you want to help them to do something better or be better at whatever it is that you're talking about. So try and create really clear action points. So give them, for example, my action point for this might be create action points at the end of each of the key lessons that you're teaching. Yeah. So teach a lesson and then say, if you want to implement this, then what you need to do is X, Y, and Z. So be really specific. People are lazy. They don't want to try and figure things out. They want you to tell them exactly what they need to do in order to achieve whatever it is you're talking about. Number three is it's not about you. This is one of my favorites. I have to say people get nervous and a lot of fear comes out when you start talking about public speaking. And most of the time it's because we're so focused on ourselves that we freak ourselves out. So what are they going to think? How do I look? Will they get bored? What if I forget what I'm going to say? And everything else that ends up running through your head. But at the end of the day, you need to get up there and remember that the reason you're there is to teach, train, serve. And once again, it's not about you. So if you focus on why you're there and you focus on your audience and how you can give them a great experience and give them actionable, useful information, then you'll find that you won't be as nervous because you're not thinking about yourself. So really have a think about when you start to get nervous and you have anxiety about speaking, if that's something that you experience, then I actually want you to kind of internalize and ask yourself why. What are you anxious about? What are you nervous about? Is it things like imposter syndrome? They're not going to love what I say. I'm not good enough to be here. Those sorts of things. And obviously you need to turn that around and say, well, you wouldn't have been asked to come and speak if you didn't have something worthwhile to say. Okay. Or people wouldn't have bought tickets to come to your workshop if you didn't have something worthwhile to say. And I know women who have 20 years or more experience who still suffer from imposter syndrome. I totally get that. But what I want you to do is I want you to turn it around and every time you feel that fear and anxiety and all of those thoughts go through your mind around what are they going to think about me, I want you to ask yourself the question, what can I teach, give, provide today that's really going to help the people that are sitting in front of me, they're listening, yeah? That's what I really want you to focus on. And you'll find that your nerves will go away a lot quicker if you don't focus on yourself. 
So tip number four is to tell great stories. A tip I got from somebody a while ago, and it was during a speaker's course, is that they actually take notes on stories that happen. So if they see something, they have a conversation with somebody, something happens to them and they think, gosh, that would be such a great lesson for one of the things I teach. Then they note it down in like their Evernote or their Google notes or whatever it is that they use. So I think capturing stories is just part of the speaker journey. I think I do it automatically these days, but something that you can do is think of the key points that you want to talk about in your presentation or your training when you've mapped it out, if you're preparing to speak, and then start listing different stories that you could potentially tell to communicate the lesson. So in the Speaking and Presenting with Confidence workshop this week that I ran, I mentioned a story that was about 15 years old. And I also told the ladies that were there that I hadn't actually shared that story before because one of the challenges that one of my participants had triggered a memory for me of how I had a similar issue and how I dealt with it. Now, the reason that you tell stories is because one, that's how we've always communicated and taught throughout the years. But secondly, if I say to somebody, go and do this and it'll solve your problem, some people might get offended by that. They don't like to be told what to do. But if you share a story of how you handled a situation, then that could be a lesson for them on how they could maybe learn from that story that you told them or do what you did, or it might help them to figure out their own solution. So stories one, are just more fun to listen to. But secondly, they really help us to communicate in a relatable way. I had this issue and this is how I handled it or I managed it. So really think about how you can try and curate stories that are relevant to the key things that you talk about. I've got stories on amazing brands I've worked with. I've got stories on things that have gone wrong. I've got stories on personal branding, uh, leadership, So many, so many different things. Uh, And I'm sure you've got a lot of stories too, but until you start to think about it in that way, you know, this is a key point I want to share. What are two or three stories I could potentially pull on at any point in time to be able to really convey that message? Then I think that we miss the opportunity to share those stories. So be really deliberate in how you curate your stories when you are speaking. And the last tip that I have for you today is number five, be relatable with authority. Now that might sound really weird, but you can actually do that by combining empathy with authority. So what you're really saying is, I understand you, I've been there, I've experienced the issue you're having, and I've come through it with a clear understanding of how to fix the problem or a guide, a system, a process that you could use. So if you're teaching something, then you need to be seen as an authority, you know, that you have a solution or the answer, but nobody likes somebody who stands above them. You need to be the respected guide who walks beside them and helps them along the way. We follow and listen to people who we like and relate to. So those are my five tips for how you can be a more confident speaker. So sharing your stories helps them relate to you. You showing them that you understand their pain points makes you relevant to their life and situation. 
you're not focusing on yourself, but focusing on them means that you'll deliver with more confidence and conviction. And then making sure that they can action what you teach them usually means that if what you teach them works for them, then they'll come back for more. So those are just a few of the tips on how I think you can speak and present with more confidence. And I hope that they're really helpful. I personally love speaking about building a business or a personal brand, speaking with confidence and playing bigger in your business. So if you're ever looking for a speaker, then hit me up. So thanks so much for hanging out again today. I love it when you do. Now, if you want to hang out even more, then you can find me on Instagram at the connection exchange underscore or on Facebook at Suzanne Chadwick TCX. And obviously you can head over to the connectionexchange.com and sign up so that we can, you know, connect and communicate even more on a weekly basis. You can get these podcasts straight to your inbox. But before I sign off, just remember that you have what it takes to play big and brand bold, and I'm here to help you do it. So until next time, have an awesome week.